Welcome to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. Welcome to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and we're going to have an exciting episode today. Today is episode 12. Can't believe we've already gotten a dozen episodes in, and we're starting to get a nice following to go along with this podcast. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the following topics. The first one will be... I went to a local card show and decided to give myself a $100 U.S. budget. And you're going to see the cards that I came out with. In the second segment, we're going to talk about the top three hockey card sets that are good for investments within a reasonable price range. And finally, I'm going to tell you about two trades that I've made in the past week. And you're going to let me know what you think as far as how the trade went. So... Let's get right into it. But before we get right into it, just a quick reminder that the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast is by no way, shape, or form a financial advice podcast when it comes to hockey cards. It's just an individual who likes to express his opinions about hockey cards and then have discussions about them. This past weekend, I went to a local card show in my area. Now, going to this card show, I decided I'm going to give myself a $100 budget, and I'm going to try to come out with the best hockey cards I can for an investment to flip. Now, the only rules to this segment was I could only spend $100, not one cent over, and I tried to spend the whole dollar amount. So, Let's talk about the cards that I got. I'm going to give you the cards in the order that I purchased them at the card show. So the first card that I purchased was actually at the first table right when I walked in the door. And this individual, this was the only hockey card he had. So I purchased it. And what was it? It was a Jason Robertson Young Guns rookie card, Raw. Now, I paid $40 for it. And I thought that was a very good price. And here's actually a little tip for you when you go to different shows and you're you're looking for cards. Sometimes I try to find sellers who have a very small amount of hockey cards because they probably aren't big hockey fans and they probably pick these cards up, you know, through various deals. And, you know, sometimes they just kind of want to move these things and they're willing to let them go for a little bit of a discount. And I felt like that was the case with this Jason Robertson. He was originally asking 60 for it, and we basically haggled for, you know, a couple of minutes, and he eventually, I, I didn't want to pay over 40 and he eventually saw it, that it was going to be a fair deal and gave me the card for $40. Now, this is a card that I intend to send to PSA to grade, so it was very clean uh, just from taking a look at it with the naked eye. So, with my first purchase of the $100 budget challenge, I selected a Jason Robertson Young Gun Rookie Raw. 
Then with my second purchase, this one took me a little while to kind of buy. I actually saw this card and I didn't buy it right away. I actually walked around the show a little bit more, but I did end up going back to the table and purchasing it. Reason being, as I walked through the rest of the show, there wasn't a lot of hockey at this local show of mine. I'd say there were maybe two to three tables. Two of them had a lot of hockey, the other two... Um, had a limited number of hockey cards. So I went back and I purchased an Adam Fox Young Guns Rookie PSA 10. Now, I only paid $50 for this card, and I thought this was a great deal. I think Adam Fox is a great defenseman. I think he's right behind, you know, someone like Kale McCarr when it comes to offensive capabilities. He's on a good team. I think that'll make a run again for the Cup this year. And I thought this was a very low price for an Adam Fox PSA 10 Young Guns. Now, we all know when it comes to investing in NHL hockey cards, you know, the market really loves the goal scorers, you know, the offensive guys uh, the most. Defensemen and goalies seem to have a tougher time, but again, for $50, if Adam Fox can uh, make a run at the Norris, or maybe he picks up his scoring, uh, again, the Rangers make a run for it, any one of these things happens with this Adam Fox card, this value is only going to increase. I, I remember when these uh, cards were going for over 150 almost $200 at one point, and then they fell off again because, you know, he kind of cooled down. But I think if he can take uh, another step forward this year, I think that that $50 investment will pay off in the long run. Now, Finally, I had spent $90, so I needed to spend the last $10, and I walked around for a little while, and I couldn't really find anything in cases for $10 that I felt that uh, were investable for hockey cards. So I started to look through some of the dollar boxes, and I'll tell you what, uh, for those of you who never looked through those, that's where the little treasures are. I mean, you're not going to make a ton of money off those things, but you go through a dollar box, I guarantee you you're going to make money off the cards you purchase in there. So I did happen to find two cards that I thought were very investable. So with my final $10, I purchased two Cole Perfetti Young Guns Raw. Now, I like Cole Perfetti. I've watched him uh, play a few times. I think he's going to be the guy on the Winnipeg Jets. I think he's going to be one of their top goal scorers uh, moving forward. So I plan on grading these two because, again, these two look very clean. They had sharp corners on both the cards. The surfaces look good. So for $10 for the two of them, I thought that was a steal, especially with the thought of grading them and possibly getting two PSA 10s. So there are the three cards that I purchased. So in review, for $100 at my local card show, I purchased two Cole Perfetti Young Guns Raw for $10, an Adam Fox PSA 10 Young Guns for $50, and a Jason Robertson Young Guns Raw for $40. So what do you think? Was that worth $100 that I spent on those uh, four cards? Let me know. Go to my Instagram page at Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Podcast and leave me a little message saying which cards you would purchase possibly for $100 or any card that you may have purchased in the past uh, month or so for $100. I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Now in segment two, we're going to discuss the top three hockey card sets that I think are the best 
for investment. And one of the caveats to this was I wanted to, you know, make sure that these were sets or cards that, you know, most people could probably invest in, whether it was in the lower end or the higher end. You know, I didn't want to go for things that, you know, you had to pay ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars for cards. With these three, I mean there are some high cards in them, but majority of the cards in these sets are, you know, again, have lower sides and a higher side. So it depends on what area or price point that you're comfortable with. So with the number three pick, as far as the top three hockey card sets that I think are good for investment, it is the Upper Deck Series 1 or 2. Now, obviously, the reason why I say that is because they are very well known for the Young Gun, and that is the true rookie card for any NHL collector. The reason why I put them at number 3 was when you're looking at this set, really the Young Guns are the biggest thing, you know, that you're going for. Now, granted, there are some nice things in there that you can find, you know, the exclusives and acetate cards, things like that. The higher-end Young guns but when it comes down to the average young gun card again you go get a blaster box at a walmart you're gonna get at least two young guns in there they may be young guns that are worth a couple of bucks or they could be better ones that are worth you know 20 30 40 dollars so again it's it's a nice way to kind of actually get into the hockey card market it's the easiest i would say card that you know you could move it's very liquid there is a lot of them out there so you want to be sure to check things like pop counts and gem rates to, again just to make sure you're maximizing your return on any of those things but i thought at number three the upper deck series one and two is one of the better hockey sets when it comes to investment for all ranges and price points now with the number two hockey card set. I think that it is going to be the SP Authentic set. Now, with that being said, the SP Authentic set is the one where you get your future watch autos. And those are great cards. They're only out of $9.99 of each player. There's only a thousand of those out there. They are also very nice cards as far as how they look. I've always thought those cards had the best design when it comes to, you know, they have on-card auto. They really bring out that auto in the design. Why I have them at number two is now you're getting into a higher price point as far as investment goes. Now you can pick up some of the lower future watch autos for the more current years for you know in the 20 to 30 dollar range but again that's going to be a player that may not have a lot of upside but they also have if you can get them you know the top rookies are going for a thousand dollars and over i mean if you just go look at what cole caulfield's future watch auto is selling for right now you'll get an idea of again where this market is now i will put a little bit of a warning out there that again this box is going to run you about 250 to 300 us so it's not a cheap box to get and I gotta be honest with you, I've ripped a number of these things and I've never really hit a big Future Watch Auto from ripping it. Usually I have to buy it on the market. So that's just something you wanna be aware of. Whereas the Upper Deck Series 1 and 2 can run anywhere from 100 to, you know, let's say $180, maybe, you know, 2 to 250 for the more desirable years. Again, the SP Authentic set at one time was running, you know, 350 to 400. It's come down since then, but still you're going to have to put in $250 US. And again, you may only pull a lower level future watch auto. But again, the better players are going to demand higher value. 
values. So that's why at number two, I have the SP Authentic set as one of my top three hockey card sets to invest in. And with the number one spot, I don't think it's any surprise, but it is the cup. Specifically from the cup, I think it's the RPAs or the rookie patch autos. Now, some of you might be saying, you know, you, you just said at the beginning of this that you don't, you know, want to put something on here uh, set wise that's going to be top dollar. And these boxes go for almost a thousand or probably more in some cases, again, depending on the year. So, why did I pick them? Again, if we're talking investment, these cards will give you the highest return, especially if you're doing something like prospecting where you you know, maybe you pick up these guys for a couple of hundred bucks and if they take off with their stats or their team makes a good run, these cards will increase in value very quickly over a short period of time. To give you an example of that, uh, two years ago I purchased a Nick Suzuki RPA and I think at the time I paid, uh, it was about $375 for it. And he actually won a little bit of a scoring streak right after that where he got some notoriety and then that card basically went up two times in I'd say a month and I sold it. I, I didn't want to hold on to it so I sold it for a profit at that point. But that's just the idea with those RPAs from the cup. They're very highly sought after and people will pay premium for them. Now again, it's going to cost you a little bit to get into this market. But if you can afford it, this is the set that I think is the most investable when it comes to return because of the desirability of the card. And to be honest with you, they look unbelievably fabulous. I have a decent amount of these in my collection. And just to give you an idea, I have a David Pasternak RPA that I periodically just take out and I'll look at that card for a while just because it's just, it's an on-card auto. It's a very clean auto. It's a three-colored patch. And it's one of my favorite players to collect. So again, with the number one spot, it is the cup. But specifically from the cup, it's the rookie patch autos. All right, in our last segment, let's talk about a couple of trades that I've made this weekend, and uh, you give me your opinion. What do you think about the trades that I made? So in the first trade, I used uh, the website My Card Post, which you've heard me talk about before, is one of my favorite websites out there when it comes to hockey cards and either buying, selling, or trading. Now, I traded away a 2001 SP Game Use Patrick Wap patch just a rag patch very simple i also traded away 2020 upper deck bowen byram young guns raw card and finally the third piece in the trade i traded a 2014 upper deck johnny goudreau bgs now what did i get in return for that in return i got a 2020 upper deck stature red rookie auto out of 45 of josh norris and this card is actually graded by psa and it's a psa 8. now the reason why i made this trade is i again love josh norris as a player in this upcoming year and moving forward i, I think he can be a big talent in the nhl also I have to admit, I'm starting to fall in love with these new stature autos, especially the red ones. Uh, this is a little bit older one from 2020, but the card looks sharp, the autograph looks sharp, and it's already graded, and I love that. Now, the cards I gave away, again, Johnny Goudreau, 9.5. That was a tough one because, again, I was kind of holding on to him. I was actually thinking about cracking that one and uh, sending it into PSA, but he really wanted that one. The Bowen Byram. 
I've got a number of those, so I wasn't too upset about giving that card up. And the Patrick Waugh card, I've, I've had that for a while. I actually pulled that way back in the day, and I thought it was time, you know, I could move on from that. So, what do you think of that trade? I gave up the Patrick Waugh patch, the Bo and Byram Young Guns, and the 2014 Johnny Goudreau Young Guns BGS 95 for 2020 Josh Norris, red rookie auto out of 45 from stature, graded PSA 8. And in the second trade that I made this past weekend, I traded away three cards to get two cards. Now the three cards that I gave up were a 2021 Upper Deck French Young Guns Tanner Gino PSA 9. The second card that I gave up was a raw Philip Gustafson canvas young guns rookie card and the third card that i gave up was a 2015 opg platinum connor mcdavid marquee rookie psa 8. now what did i get in return for those three cards well the first card i received was a hendrix Perriere future watch auto and the second card i received was a jeremy swayman draft day marks 15 out of 35 rookie auto now the reason why i made this trade was because i really wanted that jeremy swayman draft day marks patch auto those things are really cool i'm collecting swayman right now i'm kind of building up my collection this was a card i didn't have i'm actually going to attempt to get the full name swayman so this is a vital piece to that so i really wanted that card and the second card the hendrix le Perrier, i like him I love, again, Future Watch autos, and I just wanted to add this to my collection. It just, it's a clean auto. The card looks very clean, so that was a, you know, easy decision for me. Now, as far as the cards I gave up, I mean, the Philip Gustafson Canvas uh, Young Guns card, again, I have a couple of those, so that was an easy one to give up. The Tanner Genot PSA 9, it's a French Young Gun, but I do have a PSA 10 version of this, so it's a little bit easier to part with this. And finally, I gave up the 2015 Connor McDonald's David OPG Platinum. Now that one was a little bit tougher. I have to admit. Again, this is Connor McDavid, and you know I hate to trade away Connor McDavid's, but at the same time, I do have a couple of more of these. I do have two of them that are graded as PSA nines, and I have another raw one that I will be sending in for grading. So what do you think of that trade? I received the Jeremy Swayman Draft Day Marks 15 out of 35 Rookie Patch Auto and the Hendrix LaPerriere Future Watch Auto for a Philip Gustafson Canvas Young Guns, a Tanner Genot Young Guns French PSA 9, and a OPG Platinum Connor McDavid Marquee Rookie PSA 8. And there goes the buzzer to end the period and our show as well. I'd like to thank everyone who listened to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast, whether it was this was your first episode or you are someone who subscribes and has listened to a bunch of them. I appreciate each and every one of you and that number keeps increasing every single week with new followers and new listeners. Let's really get the word out there. If you could, if you haven't already, give me a like, give me a follow, spread it around that there's a hockey card podcast that only takes up about 20 minutes of your time and as we get closer to the start of the NHL season, we will have even more interesting content to discuss once the season gets started and rolling when it comes to the hockey card market.
So that'll do it for episode 12. Again, I'd like to thank everyone who listened. And if you want to catch some of the older episodes, you can always go to the podcast platform that you found this on. And you can go back through the other 11 episodes we have. But also know that we release a new episode every single Wednesday. So you can keep up on what's going on in the hockey card market. So for the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast, I'm your host, Jay. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in, and we will see you soon.